The Rounder Report, Season 1, Episode 29. Yikes, we're nearly the end of the first series. We should have ended it at 25, but I forgot. Well, I thought we were going to end it to 30 originally. Maybe we'll keep going to 50. I'm not well, sure. no, no. Well, it gives us an opportunity to, to, to make some changes, surely. And, and kind of... Uh, Change presenters. <laughs> you think you can get rid of me? No. <laughs> well, how will you change the presenters then? <laughs> Don't get paranoid. <laughs> oh, is my number up? <laughs> Have I been trussed? Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Anyway, so I thought today uh, we, we'd, we'd kind of uh, hot off the uh, recent um, malaise that is the British economy. We would, um, uh, an interesting subject. The question being, what would happen if we legalised or decriminalised Class A drugs or drugs generally? Why do you say Class A drugs? Well, I'm talking about those ones that, uh, because of course these days lots of people, um, how can I say, get uh, hooked and smashed out of their merry skulls on prescription drugs, on the legitimate prescriptions like opioids and what I've got an opioid epidemic in this country now I notice um, but the, the, the point being you know the drugs those illicit drugs like cannabis and uh, what have you what would happen if we legalize them or decriminalize them and would it help to solve some of the issues that we've got economically because we'll obviously a nice big fat tax take what are you including um, in that well like, i don't know that's crack? just the pr- <laughs> crack heroin <laughs> well crack is cocaine of course but so you, inc- you including you- that well i'm i'm throwing it out there as to what would happen how um, we're going to discuss it because you know obviously not all of them necessarily lumped together. You might say, okay, what should we do? Should we go down the route, for example, of legalising cannabis, uh, as as really it has been in a lot of you, the states of America, Canada. Yeah. Uh, the rules have changed in places like Spain. Yeah, but I don't think um, you can buy heroin. Well, no. So maybe we should try and figure out which drugs. Which ones? So maybe some should. That's the first point. But then then maybe some some should be legalized and others should be decriminalized. I think it's fair to say that if you have a heroin addiction, yes, you shouldn't go to jail for it unless, well, unless you're distributing, which is different. But if you're consuming things like crack and heroin and fentanyl, fentanyl, fentanyl. Pentolin? I don't know. It's the, it's the Chinese synthetic heroin. It's like a hundred times more. Oh, you fentolin. Mean, men, me, method. Method. No, 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 no. Fentolin. No, Fentolin. There's another yeah. one, is there? Which is the most powerful opioid known to man. Right, okay. And so a lot of, a lot of heroin don't. is an opioid, of course. Yeah. Yes. And fentolin is a hundred times that. Right, okay. Considering you've done an episode on drugs, you should know these things because you would have done... Well, I do. I'm kind of playing a bit of devil's advocate, allowing you to kind of explain the finer points of your own knowledge. 
rather than me sticking my big fat or in all the time. So you do know what fentanyl is then? I have heard of fentanyl. I wasn't aware, for example, you've done it. it was 100. No, no, well, I haven't done it. Well, maybe in hospital well, you might have been described. But I've never been, I've never been in hospital where I've had to stay over. Have you not? No. Oh, okay. No. I've never stayed overnight. <laughs> Thank God. But so, um, let's say if you have a heroin addiction, should you end up in prison for it? Or should you be given medical assistance and then the ability to find a way to come off it and then sort of start your life over again? Right. That sounds more like a medical issue as opposed to a criminal issue. But I can't when it com- When it comes to cannabis, as long as it's in its true form, and not synthetic or strengthened or you know anything like that yeah then the ability to let's say consume it and or grow a small amount for yourself as they do in a lot of caribbean countries for example where you can grow in antigua you can grow up to eight plants for your own consumption eight plants eight plants no matter how big the plants are well eight plants eight plants which i'm assuming should be enough for one i would have thought eight plants was but then they still, but then they still have a big issue of uh, criminality when it comes to cannabis, for example. Right, okay. still, even, still though issue, even though it's decriminalized, right, and you can grow your own plants, there's still a lot of import and export of the drug cross borders. Why? Do which, you, which is a huge, which is a huge why issue. Why do you think that is? Do you think people are smoking the one plant, uh, uh, one plant's crop? And selling the other six. No, no, no. There are, crimi- there are criminals that have huge operations. Right. And they'll... So they're exporting. Yeah. Exporting to countries yeah. like us, perhaps. Probably. Who knows? Although I think... Uh, te- I think I read somewhere that 45% of the global cannabis is grown right here in the UK. Yeah, but under, under medical licensing. Well, of course. Yeah. Of course. But... So you're saying that those people who have got huge uh, interests, criminal interests, are exporting the stuff? Uh, well, like cartels, for example, cartels in Mexico have shifted from uh, marijuana right. to fentanyl. Because, because it's, it's a higher margin. Much higher margin, yeah. and much easier to produce. You know, one kilo of fentanyl is the equivalent of, like money-wise, of like a tonne or more. Of, of marijuana, right, and it's much right. easier to, to to move across borders. Well, of course, it is if it's you can get uh, the com the the the, the, right, the money all into one kilo from from exactly equivalent. You know, so they're they're time. they're changing their business practices because obviously it's more it's more profitable to to produce fentanyl than it is weed now. Right. Okay. So now, obviously, weed has become more mainstream. You know, they grow it in in California and other in other states. Yeah, you know, and it's Canada, called, of course. And, yeah, and it's for national consumption. Which is so, fine. okay, so there we go. There's our first point. Then, should we then in this country, given the financial opportunities for taxation, and perhaps because we are, uh, you know, not a net exporter of it from the point of view of criminal criminal gangs, I don't think we export in this country particularly, do we? I think a lot of synthetic drugs come from here right okay okay do you think we should legal so we'll have to make that the first point then do you think we should legalize or decriminalize cannabis legalize cannabis okay in its true form 
So I have to make that caveat. So, so you, you can, can you grow can, your own. I don't um, think they'd allow that here. Okay. Okay. So you could buy well, it. Well, then essentially you could buy you'd be, it. Like you'd be, you'd be taking away the um, the taxation aspect. Right. Okay. okay. So assuming that our government would never allow such a thing, but they would potentially legalize it, have it sold in specific outlets. Yeah. And then it's taxed at source. Yeah. If it happens yeah. that like it is in the US, you have to go through a huge amount of paperwork. You know, you have to buy a license, which is expensive. Right. You then have to the license to sell it. The license to sell it. Then you have to meet a lot of criteria, which right. also costs a lot of money to actually have like a retail unit. You need to have security in place. You need to have other things in place, which is also quite expensive. Yeah. Um, I think they still have an issue that a lot of banks won't allow you to open an account because it's an illicit substance. And there's the issue of, you know, the federal government has legalised it, but then the state might not have. State legislators. But, state, but a lot of states have, though, of course. No, no, some have, some haven't. But it's about but, half but, and half, isn't but, it? Yeah, but there's like a grey area. Yeah. There's a grey area when it comes to that. Well, and I don't think we'd have that issue in the UK because we don't have that two state, so you, we don't have that two governmental system. We don't have that same right. national and state. We don't have that. No. So we, we should eliminate that. So do you, do you think then that uh, uh, there would be a benefit to the Treasury if we legalised cannabis here uh, and and properly legalised it and got over ourselves about the fact that, that perhaps... There's a lot more people using it than than uh, they realise. And do they, you know, when are we going to get hold, you know, remove this premise, this falseness that uh, cannabis is a gateway drug, as they say, that, that, you know, if you start on cannabis, you're going to end up on smack, which, of course, is a complete misnomer or some other. I think the issue is more that sort of some of the strongest strains. Right. You know, there's still research happening as to whether or not it can cause psychosis yeah. if abused. Right. Well, that tends to be the case if you consume it at an earlier age. Yeah. Because if your brain is not Half developed, yeah. if your brain is not adequately developed enough and you abuse it as you would do with any other drug, it can cause psychosis and other sort of mental conditions. Yes, it can. Down line. It can uh, permanently you know, change the pathways in an unmatured Correct. I mean, brain. Just as and if men's you were, brains don't mature until about the age t- between twenty three and twenty four five, I think. I think we're, we're female brains mature a bit earlier. Although one could argue that where this trust is concerned, of course. But you um, have the yeah. But you have the issue whereby you know you have to consider you'd have to regulate it as you would cigarettes or alcohol. Yeah, of course. You know, age limits. Yeah. Um, you'd need to have something in place for those who abuse the drug as well. Right. Whether it's rehab programs or things like that, you need to have something in place to just sort of have a secure kind of bubble around around. around Do you think it needs to be when so many people are doing it uh, recreationally anyway and functioning uh, normally, as you would expect them to, because it, let's let's be about right. It's not exactly, um, but it's for those who do abuse it. You don't have to worry about the people that don't abuse it. That are moderate, but like alcohol, really, just like alcohol. 
So you've got the twelve step process. You can go to NHS and you. But can arguably, get it's less dangerous than alcohol. Agreed. It's far less dangerous than alcohol. Yeah. So why, if there's a benefit to reducing crime, and a benefit to the treasury, aren't we going? Hey, hey, there's an opportunity being missed here. Is it just that whole morality question that we're nobody wants to be the politician or the government that goes, come on, let's do it? And, uh, what are they waiting for? Is my question. I, 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 have, I have no idea. Yeah. I think clearly there are people that it's a, I don't know. I really don't know. There must be a moral issue behind it. I don't understand it myself. I don't get it, especially as we know now that that. Uh, yeah, it can help. That's a hell of a ring, some... by the way. Where did that come from? Sorry, it's an aside. It's like that I can't stop aside, looking at the it? thing. He is looking at the thing that I am wearing on my finger. Where, before where, anybody... where, where did that come from? <laughs> anybody gets the wrong idea. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what nice ring. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, do you like that? It's, it's, yeah, it's rather nice. It's hard not to notice it, Si. Yeah. Um, Matt's actually got the same ring. Uh, that's not a wedding, I'm sure. No, 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 that's a wedding ring. Okay, so just where did that thing come from? Um, we bought them, we were on holiday. Were you high? No, not at all. I like it. No, I'm joking. Bit, I like a bit of jewellery there. Well, no, I'm gay, of course I like a bit of jewellery. Oh. You know, I, mean, I was just wondering. It you... stands to reason, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm just curious. Um, and the thing is, you know, you notice when you do these things, um, so, I, well, I was tidying up last week. I decided to be jiggered. I think, oh, God, I've got all this jewellery and I, I don't wear it. So maybe I should wear it a bit more. You know, I've got some chunky, chunky shit as well. But I haven't got that sort of line of sovereign rings that people oh. wear, you know. The ones that have tattoos on yeah, them. It's mum and dad. Um, <laughs> back to the topic. But anyway, back yeah. to the topic. Um, so, okay, so we legalise cannabis. We think that's a good idea. Or, Not or, synthetic, though, because the, the synthetic is stuff is really... Tell me about synthetic cannabis. Well, you seem smart. to know the difference. I mean, if it's put in it's front smart, of me, I smart. just go, aye, aye, no, it's cannabis. You, you'd notice. In what, what, it's, what it's sense? Much, it's much more potent. Yeah. And the effects can be quite aggressive, let's put it that way. Oh, seriously? Yeah. So I think it's one of those things you've got to be very careful. Some some younger kids have ended up in hospital it, for consuming it. Literally just consuming it. Yeah. So there's obviously something in it that makes you ill. Yeah. Okay. Um, isn't that another good reason then to legalise drugs right across the board? Because I remember, of course, the days of clubs, nightclubs, raves and ecstasy and what have you. And it seemed to me that back in the 90s for a while there, that the, how can I say, the, there was a better quality. And that somehow clamping down on all of this stuff has meant there's a lack of control on the product. And yet the product is still being sold because there's a demand for it. So if there's a demand for something, is the whole approach of just making it criminal perhaps the wrong the wrong 
method for the wrong issue. As a pranipa, you still need to consider things like heroin and or well, crack, cocaine, things like that. Cocaine, I think, is a the, really the, insidious... But, but potentially that should still be criminalised. Yeah. As in at least distribution should be criminalised, oh, but consumption yeah. potentially decriminalised with a view that sort of you need to just have more places whereby you can go to seek help if you need yeah. it. And that the automatic response shouldn't be... Banning. You know, jail time. Right, no, I agree. Because jail time doesn't resolve the issue. <laughs> it's, a health, it's a health issue. So, yeah. But, 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 the, but the sale and distribution of it should still be a criminal act. Yeah. And then things like, I mean, and then I don't know, where do you stand with things like ecstasy or hippie crack, which, you know, a lot of kids now, you know, they become zombies off that stuff. You know, they, they take a hit of that, um, is it nitrous oxide? Oh, the stuff it. that's in that I see littered about the streets, those, those little those tiny capsules, silver yeah. canisters, which are... Uh, and that'll, that'll knock you out for like 10 minutes, you know, and you see these people, there are lots of videos, but you see like kids, 14, 15 years old, they'll take a hit, you know, they'll stiff as a board, they collapse and they sort of like off to La La Land for 10 minutes. But that can cause brain damage. I mean, that's really, really serious. Really serious stuff. But you it? can get it anywhere. Well, so I, what about that? Well, funnily enough, I mean, I, I, I've never seen it about. What I have seen is that after there's been an event on Victoria Park here, uh, Victoria Park Hackney people, um, that you can walk around the streets and the streets are absolutely littered with these sobbing canisters. And uh, so it tells you how big the problem is. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not for banning things generally because it seems to me that if people want to do it, they will find a way. So you, you're not really altering the problem. Um, but the harder you make it. But the education. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, does, does the fact that alcohol is so easily accessible um, doesn't mean that everybody becomes a drunk? Um, although. I do think alcohol is a massive problem. But then, so, yeah, we should. What talk do we do? We should talk about alcohol and cigarettes in the same vein, though. Maybe we should, you know, like they do in Norway, for example. Mm. You can only buy alcohol through the state, and you have a certain amount of. Is that you or me? That's my stomach. There are a certain amount of units you're allowed per per month, and once you use up your for 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 consumption at home, right. So we have to make that distinction. So how do you... You, you get a number of units. Right. So you have to go to the, to the store. You consume your units and you can bring it back home. What about the but, people but, sell but their you, units on? No, no. You can can't. you do that? Mm-mm. So how do you... It's all done via ID. But, but all done via ID. So there's no way of corrupting no. it. Not as far as I know. I'm sure there's probably a way of doing it, but not as far as I know. So what you're saying to me then is it's like, okay, you're allowed your 21 units of alcohol for a month. Yeah. So <laughs> So that is a, and then it just and, and then uh, it just replenishes the next month. So, but you can still go down to the pub or whatever it is and get smashed if you want. But it'll right. cost you a bunch of money because obviously it's super it's expensive. Super, yeah, okay. So if anything, um, it should be like you know, there's there's the sugar tax on on uh, fizzy drinks. Right. So maybe as they do with cigarettes, they should just make alcohol 
progressively more expensive. Well, just, to sort of, it's just to just to deter people a little yeah. bit more. But it doesn't seem to work, does it? Deterring well, it people by cost barrier doesn't seem to work because what they end up doing is gravitating to the lowest possible denominator in terms of taste and quality to yeah. get the actual um, what do you call it units of alcohol. Then. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, as I said, people find a way, don't they? Even if something is eminently against the law. But we start with education. But I mean, don't we need to be getting getting into people's heads that, for example, cocaine is really, really physically dangerous? Yeah, but we've we've talked about this in the last podcast. It's not for the government to tell you what to do. Right. These are things you either find out for yourself, yeah. or you learn from your family or your parents. There's, These things can't be taught in school. There's another argument that, that is used when people talk about legalising drugs, and that is, 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 would it make more addicts? What's, what's your take on that? You think we'd yeah, end up absolutely with... not. We've already seen it, like you said, with Portugal, you know, the level of drug use went up marginally, and that was it, and then it sort of stabilised. Right. You know, in fact, because they also had a big program of sort of um how do you call it when you get people off drugs rehabilitation yeah. you know they they on one side they so prepared yeah so they legalize on one side but then they also had the health on the health the services on the other side right so they did both in tandem and when you do that at least you sort of yes because you're, you're prepared trying to, for you're, some outcomes you're trying to resolve both issues yeah that makes sense so if you do that at least you're preparing yourself for any outcomes that might happen down the line you could apply the argument that a lot of young people do something uh, and choose to do something because it's illicit uh, that somehow yeah. there's a little uh, you know with just gen- with this generation though you know tends not to be the case right. You know? There's lower alcohol consumption. There's lower cigarette usage consumption. But there's still quite a lot of illicit still, drug yeah, use. Still drug so use. they're just finding different. Yeah. And of course, there's a lot more variety. Yeah. Than, than, uh, well, you know, I, personally thinking, personal opinion, I, I, I'm for decriminalising it because at the end of the day, I just think this whole war on drugs is a complete and utter waste of time. And perhaps you'd have a bit more chance of controlling it all if it was decriminalised, away from the gangs and away yeah. from crime. If you can get the criminality side down, yeah, county lines, which is obviously a big issue in the UK, massive. If you can cut that down, even by a fraction, it's got to be worth yeah. it. You know, at least only on the cannabis side. Yeah, because it, it'll take a lot of the lowest, the lowest lying criminality off the streets altogether. Yeah. If you can't send a bag to your, well, to your, to your local think, community, you, you know, you resolve an issue. I think we started off the, the, uh, the, this uh, segment by saying about the opioid ep- epidemic. So people at the moment are accessing a really serious, uh, creating a really serious drug problem for themselves by legitimate, legitimate means through uh, prescription. So, well, no, but like I said, fentanyl, for example, they produce illicitly. And, yes, and it can, and it can be, and it can be easily done. The prescription opioid epidemic that we've got, and of course, it's particularly bad in the states, is yeah, something yeah. That, that the state is involved in. Yeah, but okay, effectively. But if you're prescribed it because you need it, 
how you how do you stop its consumption? Why why is it suddenly needed now when it wasn't needed before? It was always needed, wasn't it? Well, no, we didn't have an op opioid epidemic before. The the, the level of right. power if, of these you, drugs wasn't quite as. Uh, but if you're prescribed it, yeah, and you consumed it. Well, aren't a lot of people prescribed a lot of stuff that they don't really need that they could, if they t uh, made some alterations to lifestyle or otherwise, could improve their lot without needing to always fill themselves with one pill or another. Isn't that part of the whole well, hold on. issue? But opioids, opioids, opioids are for pain management. Yes, exactly. So if you're in pain, what alternative do you have? Well, uh, if I'm in pain... Stay in pain or...? Well, no, no, no. It's like you've got to get to the bottom of whatever is in there. I mean, you have people that, that are suffering pain um, but don't do anything to manage that pain via another way. For example, if I have a headache, I can be damn sure, not that there's anybody giving me an opioid for a headache, but rather than take a, a paracetamol or another headache tablet... Uh, I'd look to say, okay, what's causing my headache? And usually it's something tightness somewhere else or some other issue yeah, that yeah. is eminently resolvable without reaching for the tablets in the drawer. Yeah, but your GP doesn't have time for that. So they're they, just they, doling the pills yeah. out and contributing they, to they only resolve, an addiction. They problem. only resolve the issue. Yeah. They don't look at the reasoning behind it and try to find an answer for that. No. They just You're in pain, become legalised drug peddlers. Essentially, in some cases, not yeah. in all, but so that's, if that's, that's the reality. So if that's the case, then why is cannabis illegal if that can be used just as uh, sensibly for some sorts of pain management and not end up with the patient on uh, some horrible opioid addiction? Because according to certain government studies, there are no medical benefits to cannabis as far as they're concerned. Still, I'm peddling this argument when it looks as though it's fairly clear that there's been some benefit. According to you, maybe, but according to others, it's a different story. Right. And you can't, it's not that easy to change that. No. Do you, you think... Need, you need to get beyond that. Do you think, Will, there'll come a time where we're looking back at this time or generation going, going uh, when it's all changed and decriminalised. Do you think that's ever going to be a possibility or do you think... Uh, yeah, it's, kind of, it's, it's coming. Bear in mind, you know, even... What was it? Back in the 20s and 30s, they were using hemp, you know, to build, okay. to build panels for cars. Yeah. You know, cannabis was actually legal. Yes. At that time. In fact, in the US... They linked it to um, to the black community, yeah. you know, and then made it illegal, claiming that sort of this wacky backy was turning was turning people into sort of what's the best way to call it? Chilled out folk who didn't want to cause any trouble, I imagine, and just bake. <laughs> no, 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 no. In fact, in fact, the opposite. They said it was turning people into into lunatics, and but that's always been a false argument. And, and monsters and all that kind of where thing. cannabis is concerned, yeah. you're more but likely. It, but it was tied. But it was tied. You're to more this, likely to raid your fridge than but it was, uh, but it was, your neighbor. But it was tied to 
the black community and the scene as a negative. Right, it okay. was peddled as a negative. Ah, yeah, because you know, they were was, enjoying themselves. Yeah, it was pushed into into the social psyche. Yeah, you know that this is bad gateway drug. You know, it turns you into a zombie. Oh, it was always you argued good. as a gateway. You know, no, 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 no. look at this sector of community and look how they are. Do you want to end up like that, for example? Yeah. And you know, good marketing campaign turned what was relatively innocuous into you know so, it so, into something else. As it has with so many things. Absolutely. Well, um, but if anything, alcohol is probably the most well, dangerous, Fowler, the most yeah. dangerous drug of all. Insidious substance. But there's no issues with that. Apparently, why not? Well, because a lot of money comes. A lot of in. money involved for, for 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 tax. That's the point. And as long as the money's coming in, there's no issue. There seems to be a bit of a contradiction. Hugely so. Yeah. Well, on that note, I mean, obviously, I don't want to sit here and go, oh, yes, let's all take lots of drugs uh, and legalise it, because then we'll become very unpopular very quickly with a certain section of the community that don't agree with us. It's um, hence why, really, it's a question, because people all up and down the country, everywhere, should be asking themselves this question. What if it wasn't uh, you know, yeah. criminal? Would it make you know turn us all into zombies, or would it really make very little difference? Do you have a I, quote I think the latter. Hmm? Do you have a quote for the day? Uh well, not on this one either. Not really, no. Except, uh, well, if you've been have a good afternoon and get high. <laughs> but let me have a look. I'm not sure whether I did write a quote exactly for this. Um, I think I, I thought I might have done. And then, of course, because we... Oh, no, oh, you did. See. Okay, go on then. There we go. There we go. There we go. I did have a quote, you see. So my apologies, uh, everybody. Um, uh, I was sort of... Um, go on with it, sorry. Quote of the day. My quote of the day, actually, interestingly enough, was an anonymous quote. I couldn't find who it was attributed to, despite looking. Um... Although I actually think it was... Can you just go on with it? I think it might have been Damon Alban. Okay, so the quote of the day is... In the, in the 60s, 60s, people took drugs to make the world weird. Now the world is weird, people take Prozac to make it look normal. There you go. And on that note, have a great afternoon. <laughs>